0: Hello everyone, we'd like to welcome you tonight to another uh, another podcast on nothing but the raw truth. I am the host Dr. Bruce Smith here in the studio at BVS Productions in the heart of West Memphis, Arkansas. We have an exciting podcast tonight. We have a, a pastor out of the state of Michigan. His name is Pastor James Williams. He's the pastor of Beulah Baptist, uh, Missionary Baptist Church in the heart of wet, uh, heart of Muskegon Heights, Michigan, and we are just so glad to have him on the podcast tonight. I hope you are ready and uh, got your ears ready to, to listen to such a powerful brother come forth. So uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, Pastor Williams, if you would just tell the people a little bit about yourself, tell them about your background. Uh, tell them what your focus is, and then after you've done that, we want you to tell everybody what you wanna discuss and what you wanna bring forth to people so they can get an understanding and clarity of what we're, what we're here to do tonight.
1: Okay, um, Dr. Smith, may I please start out by just saying thank you, sir, for the opportunity to reach such an audience uh, what you're doing in ministry, man, is incredible, and um, I am so appreciative just for this, uh, this incredible opportunity to be able to reach out to people all over the world, to just let them know what God is doing in my heart and in the heart of Muskegon Heights, Michigan. So, man, thank you so much. Thank you for um, just allowing me to be here and to reach out with your audience, with you. Thank you so much, my brother. I greatly appreciate this.
0: Amen, amen.
1: We're, amen. We're, well, doc, my name is. Okay, go ahead.
0: No, no, go ahead. We want you. We okay. want to hear from you tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, man. My name is James Williams, Sr. Uh, I am the senior pastor of a church called Beulah Missionary Baptist Church amen. in Muskegon Heights, Michigan, and uh, we are um, a, a great church, a growing church, church that is uh, Christ-centered. And, um, Bible believing church, man. We have been around for some 98 years now, and, uh, God has, uh, blessed us. God is yet blessing us, and uh, we're trying to do some ministry, trying to bring some exciting ministry to the city of Muskegon Heights, Michigan, and, uh, to Muskegon County. Um, this is my, I'm just now completing my fourth year of my pastorate here at Beulah, and, um, it's been a, it's been a great ride so far, man. It's been uh, just just incredible people, and God is doing some amazing things with us and through us. And uh, I can just say, for one, that I am just I, I marvel every day at what God allows us to do and how God allows us to be used um, in His kingdom. And um, I don't take that. I don't take that for granted, and um, again, I see this opportunity as a small part of that, and uh, thank God for you and for your audience. Um, I am a second-generation pastor. My father is Bishop John M. Williams Sr., and he is senior pastor um, of Church of the Living God in Muskegon, Michigan, and actually it's in Fruitport now. And um, uh, he's been my dad and my pastor, man, and I, I kind of take a lot from him in ministry, so if you would just allow me to honor him to respect and to regard Him and that uh, denomination where God raised me up at. But then um, I had to move forward, and God called me out and kind of sent me a different direction. And so with that, um, with my gas blessing and um, just the unction of the Spirit, uh, the Lord just compelled me uh, to do something different in in Him. And um, there was a church that was was without a pastor uh, for for almost two years um, here at Beulah. And Beulah is um, uh, somewhat of a traditional Baptist church. I um, could say um, very um, um, kind of kind of kind of traditional in practice. And they were looking to kind of um, to come out of what some might call legalism. Right. Um, you know, when you've been around for a while, you get things can get uh, stale, and you can kind of do things the same way. And so um, when I came here uh, to pastor some four years ago, mm-hmm. um, my focus was, was just trying to—the uh, uh, church had been kind of divided. And so uh, what God put in my spirit through my dad and, 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 and through prayer was to love the people. Uh, to love the children of God, love the people of God, to kind of bring the church um, to where it needed to be because I don't believe you can really love anybody if you don't love God and you don't love yourself, mm-hmm. then you know you don't you don't you don't really reach out the way you're supposed to. So uh, it's really taken a little while uh, to kind of uh, to kind of get up to kind of in that growth mode again, mm-hmm. reaching out open hearts, open minds, Mm -hmm. um, different ways of thinking, a new generation, because this new generation doesn't do things the way we did them. You know, Uh, I've been in church my entire life. Mm -hmm. I've been in church 51 years and there's not too much about church. I haven't seen or heard of, Um, but these young people now, many of them don't have the background in Christian faith that I grew up with. And so, um, what what we preach to them can sound foreign and unusual because they didn't grow up in Sunday school or Awana or, you know, I grew up around around Methodist, non-denominational, Baptist, uh, Episcopalian, um, you know, apostolic, Kojic. I grew up around them all, and I knew how to function mm-hmm. in any of those environments because I was used to that. Where now... These gener- this generation of young people now, they kind of don't know how to function in church at all, mm-hmm. and a lot of what we say and do might seem foreign to them. So my purpose here at Beulah and what God has my heart mm-hmm. is how do we open up as a church mm-hmm. and not just open the church doors and tell people to come mm-hmm. but trying to get them to see the heart of God mm-hmm. to feel the heart of Christ to know that they're loved that they're accepted that they are um, and, and we have a great desire you know and they're they're wanted in the body of Christ they're wanted because the world um, you know sin will make it sin, sin will always keep your company. Sin will always make itself available to you Mm -hmm. And if the church doesn't make ourselves available If we don't really offer Christ Mm -hmm. To this generation
0: My fear is that we'll lose them I believe you are You are are correct, Pastor Uh, If we uh, Don't introduce Christ to them If we don't uh, Teach them sometimes Because you have to just go back to the basics uh, of, of, uh, Christianity for some of the, the young people, because a lot of them, um, were not brought up in the church and they don't understand, uh, the things of God. So, uh, I, I, one of the things that I hadn't learned over the years that you had to do is just first introduce them to God, to God's love and teach them how to love God. Uh, and then, um, not only do you that, do that, but and I know this sounds very basic, but then you have to teach them how to love everybody else in the same way that they love themselves. Because mm-hmm. if, if, if we if we are going to grab them and get a hold of them and, and, and teach them and, and, and show them uh, that there's a better way uh, out there. We have to go back to the basics you can't so, so a lot of times you find that pastors want to give them all this heavy stuff you can't give them the heavy stuff if they don't understand the basic stuff it, it, it's not right. so much us trying to 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 relate to them our head knowledge because our head lot knowledge means nothing if they don't get understanding so then then we have to uh, teach them to 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 forgive others that that has wronged us. You know, we in a society today that, that we don't want to forgive, we want to shoot. We don't want to forgive, mm-hmm. we want to kill. So we we have to it's important in, in the the pastor's role is very important in the church him leading by example and 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 giving the people an understanding that he's not perfect. I I remember when I was growing up so many of the pastors tried to to put off on us that they were perfect. And then when we seen the flaws, then at that time that we would turn away from him. So it's it's so important that that we as 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 pastors as as ministers as as uh, uh theologians as as people in the in the body of Christ is is so important that that we teach them that that we all have sinned and come short of his glory that we all make mistakes we have to teach them to that to love those that that, that can't stand them now that's the hard part it's easy to love somebody mm-hmm. that loves you but it's hard right. for us sometimes to love those that can't stand us that would do us harm or do us wrong And so it's it's important for us to ask God to forgive us of our sins first. You know, because if if I'm approach a brother or a sister trying to get them to get an understanding of God, I need to to get my slate clean. I need to try to clean myself up because it's easy to point at them and tell them where they're falling short, but we don't always recognize (laughs) that we're falling short, Pastor. So when we recognize that, and realize that and realize that jesus is the messiah not me that he is the one with the power and authority not me recognizing he's the one that forgives sin not me recognizing that that if that just like them i need to repent because each and every day we have to recognize that we have done something wrong even if it's giving a wrong look at somebody we've done something wrong so when we recognize that and we can relay that to people we especially these young people we can we can relay that to them we can grab a hold of them better by by showing them our flaws and that's where I've, mm-hmm. I've found over the years and uh with some pastors some deacons some brothers in the church uh, women in the church that that we want to act as if we are so super holy and that we haven't done wrong but when we when, but when we recognize and realize that we have areas we have flaws and then we can relate to them based not being ashamed to to tell people that i have made mistakes then you can get you can make some headway with some young folks i'm here to tell you uh, well my experience is this man um Young people will call out a fake in a minute.
1: Right. Okay. Exactly. And they will and they will call out a hypocrite in a in a, in a heartbeat. Right. They will they will call you uh, to ta- they they will definitely take you to task. And so Ooh, um, even yesterday, right, um, mm-hmm. as I was uh, preparing mm-hmm. um, and and preaching this just this, this past Sunday, um, I was talking about something that the Lord had really impressed upon my heart for mm-hmm. like a month. And we were talking about uh, the, the title of the sermon was "Cruising Down Front," cruising down Front Street, mm-hmm. and and um, it was the sermon was about basically saying um, Front Street, from where we come from, mm-hmm. is a place where you are embarrassed, where everybody knows your business, right. where. Uh, uh, maybe you've been uh convict, maybe you've been mm-hmm. uh, in, some immoral, in, in some immoral place or something mm-hmm. happened, maybe you're a divorcee or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always easy to ride down and, and see who's on front street, right. you know, um, here, here, locally. You ever seen those little newspapers they have called the busted paper? That's mm-hmm. what it's called here. Mm-hmm. In the gas station they have, they have these little newspapers oh, that yeah, show everybody yeah. who got yeah. arrested.
2: Yes, yes, definitely.
1: <laughs> I think we do that mm-hmm. in, in a way, in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Be it on Facebook, be right. it wherever, be mm-hmm. it be it at the grocery store, mm-hmm. be it on the telephone. You know, we have a tendency to 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 want to know who got in trouble. You know um, uh, who's going through what and all of that, and I tell people that all of us, at some point other, at some point or the other, mm-hmm. have driven down Front Street to look exactly. at somebody else. But none of us wants to be on Front Street. Exactly. None of us wants to be the person getting looked at, judged, right. gawked at, stared at, talked about, mm-hmm. or or whatever it is. And so, um, the um, um, what, what what I feel like has to change in the church, and this is I'm just going to say this, and I know. Uh, this might be controversial to some um, I as most people may not realize that the, that the Baptist Church and the black church I know people uh, uh, even though a lot of black folks may vote uh, Democrat in our country a lot of like, the, I think we can all agree the majority of black folks mm-hmm. will consider themselves Democrats mm-hmm. um, and I'm I, I've been African-american male we preach to that and we know there their are issues why they do that but the the, 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 the traditional black church is actually very conservative right in our views you know a lot of people um, most pastors I know I'm not sure if I know very many pastors who would do same-sex weddings or do things like that that some mm-hmm. might consider liberal right but but it's just not something that that, that, that typically happens right um, in the traditional black church right now what I what I will say is that um, I think that we've gotten to a place though mm-hmm. um be it be it in the black church, be it the evangelical church, mm-hmm. where we are missing the opportunity mm-hmm. to really reach out to people the way Christ did. Exactly. Um, when Jesus dealt with people, when Jesus dealt with the woman at the well in John chapter four, mm-hmm. Jesus starts out a conversation with basically something like, "Can I have some water, please?" Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now, now. eventually, he got to, where is your husband? And he got, she says, I don't have none. He says, you have five. And we know the whole story, all of that. Right. But sometimes, if your approach is wrong, mm-hmm. you never get to the rest of the conversation mm-hmm. because you approach a person with a condemning spirit. And, and, and I, I think we've fallen into that in the church mm-hmm. where... We can point the finger at everybody else and not look at ourselves right. and say, first of all, um, if we're going to restore somebody, mm-hmm. we got to do it in the spirit of meekness, consider ourselves, as the scriptures tell us, right. lest we fall to something worse. And so I don't have room, time, or I'm not even authorized by God mm-hmm. to come at you with a condemning spirit. That's, in my mind, what I like to call Phariseeism. Right. It's when we it's when we just instantaneously attack people mm-hmm. for whatever their situation is, right. and we don't take the opportunity to find out how you got there. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we 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 rather mm-hmm. lump and group everybody together mm-hmm. and say, "Well, these people are wrong," or "This group of people is this way," and not approach an individual mm-hmm. and say. Can I have some water, please? Yeah. You know, let me let me start a conversation with you before I launch out into condemnation of your lifestyle. Let me let me let me first be willing to embrace you in love and have a conversation. You know, and, and, and until we learn to do that again, I think it was Gandhi mm-hmm. that said, "I loved your I, I, I love your Christ, mm-hmm. but I can't stand you Christians." <laughs> you, know, you know, because our, our attitude mm-hmm. and our approach mm-hmm. is so different today from the example that we have in Christ.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's kind of where my heart is uh, for our church and for our community in that we are losing the ability to minister mm-hmm. because we come off first as condemning and not loving. You know, we, we, we dare to come off and to point the finger to be accusatory, you know, to come off angry at people and, and wanting to fight instead of wanting to love. instead of wanting, And that's what Jesus did. And Jesus met various people. People would ask the question, Jesus, why are you talking to people like this? Why would you dare go to this place? Why would you deal with these individuals? And the answer of Christ simply is, that sick people need doctors, not well people. Right. <laughs> you, know? Exactly. you know. So he was willing to, to to take a risk. You know, he risk he he would risk his reputation. He would risk anything mm-hmm. to go out and to minister to a soul, to go out and get somebody. And so I would just like to ask people who are listening: Are we risking anything? Mm-hmm. Are we taking any chances? Are we willing? Um, do we have the confidence in the Spirit of God where we can truly reach out to someone, Mm -hmm. love them despite whatever their circumstance may be? Mm -hmm. um, And and please don't think that I'm saying that every lifestyle is acceptable to God Mm -hmm. because I'm certainly not saying that, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, But when we look at um, the example, say, in John chapter Mm 8, when Jesus is dealing with the woman who was caught in the very act of adultery right. um, he, he's talking there to her he, he, he's talking he's teaching and in come uh, the scribes and Pharisees mm-hmm. with this woman and they basically are just trying to entrap Jesus they have no compassion for her they don't. they don't you know she's really a pawn in my mind as I read the story she's really a pawn in the exchange you know they they they're fully willing to embarrass her. Mm-hmm. They put her on what we call front street. They just came and so and so. Jesus, the approach of Christ, mm-hmm. as you mentioned before, and I think one that's powerful today is what Jesus says: is okay before we call out the adulterers, the fornicators, the this and the that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How, how about we call out the hypocrites too? Right. <laughs> so.
2: Right.
1: so And so that's kind of where my heart is for our church. Um, We need to be less of rock as church goers. Mm -hmm. Are we more rock throwers or are we more love showers? You know what I'm saying? As church goers.
2: Exactly.
1: Are we more interested in being rock throwers Mm -hmm. or are we really love showers? Can we show A dying, lost world Mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ is love. Exactly. Not that he doesn't come to the point where he says, go forth and sin no more. Right. You know, he he does come to the point where he says, change your lifestyle. Right. But first, it's their approach that was wrong. It's their attitude that was wrong. Right. And Jesus put them on display first.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And then after that, he dealt with her. So, Brother Smith, Dr. Smith, we've been in a place where God is dealing with us first, the church, and says, um, be prepared to embrace people that, uh, that, 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 that typically the church might talk about, the church might put down, um, be prepared to have a conversation with somebody, Mm -hmm. um. I, I I like to say as we've been in COVID and we've been kind of doing parking lot service in mm-hmm. our church and outside services and all of that, mm-hmm. um, Jesus told, God told us to go into the hedges and highways and to compel people to come. Um, and so if we don't do that, maybe God locked us out. <laughs> <laughs> so we would stay out, well, right. so we would go out and do what he told us to do in the first place. Right. So God has a way of working. And so, um, man, I'm just trying to, um, as a pastor of the Baptist Church, mm-hmm. um, I, like you were saying earlier, I'm trying to um, be willing to be a little bit vulnerable, right. to take some chances, um, to take some opportunities, to go places where, we, where the church hasn't typically gone, right. to reach out to people who have been ignored uh, too long, and simply saying, who, who is beyond the grace of God? Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Who, who, who is beyond the reach of Christ? You know, if, if, if Jesus can save, if Jesus can deal with um, an, a woman with an immoral past, a Samaritan, no less, mm-hmm. Samaritans that are well, or he can deal with a woman caught in the act of adultery, mm-hmm. who, who is beyond the grace of God or mm-hmm. we can at least approach them in his love? Right. And, and 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 try to 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 put on display right.
0: a loving Christ a loving Christ exactly you are so correct yeah. you know um as i uh, you were speaking I thought about this verse and it mm-hmm. comes out of the book of Romans um and it says therefore since we have been justified by faith
1: mm-hmm.
0: we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have obtained access by faith unto his grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And when I think about that and I'm I, I listening to it at, at you speaking and as you was uh, breaking this down for us you let us know that you're going to stand on the faith of God that he will uh, as, as he sends you as the shepherd of the church to take the church in a little different direction you, you just have to stand on faith in God knowing that he's going to give you peace and give the church peace through our Lord Jesus Christ Thinking about that as as I think about that and, and think about that that he, what he's trying to get you to do is just to stand on faith and trust him. Don't don't Amen. don't lean on your own understanding because the enemy's gonna come at you and tell you that you're not doing the right thing. Because see, the enemy don't want you to embrace those that the church for so many years have <laughs> torn down. Amen. The enemy don't want that. But see that's Amen. what God wants. And when you look in the scripture, God embraced them. He didn't he didn't like the sin, but he loved the people. You Come know, on, God always. God hates sin and but he loved people. So so the, the, if, if we can get the connection If you can get through that And get the connection with the people And, and break down the barrier That they can get that relationship With God and That's that's, what, that's what's that's what got to happen They got to get that relationship And the only way they're going to get that relationship Is you you just start a fellowship with them You got to, to get mm-hmm. them in fellowship Realizing that you got to bring down the wall How are you going to bring down the wall Come, come as yourself okay come on man and then when you come <laughs> at yourself not thinking about who okay you the pastor of beulah missionary baptist church okay but these are god's people even the ones that are not saved they still god's people they just ain't mm-hmm. got saved yet and why right. why he got you why did he put you there he didn't put you there to be a, a tree he put you there to do work and and, and doing Amen. work means when, when, think about this, Pastor. When, when you think about doing this work that he, this assignment, because it's an assignment, the work and the assignment that he had for you is taking the, the church in a total different direction than they've never been before. And, and with him doing that, see, see, I, I, I tell people sometimes when you go to a church, you got to get your own crowd. And how you get your own mm-hmm. crowd by those that get saved their lives get changed, they will they really rally behind that pastor because that's the, that pastor is the one that helped them to change their life, that their life will not be the same. And so as as you going forth and, and, and you bringing this word and this, 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 this food, this spiritual food that they need and you don't be ashamed and you don't be scared that as you say, get yourself vulnerable because see, if you don't get vulnerable, then you can't do the work. Okay. Because right, cause see, right. you got it. Sometimes you got to be vulnerable. You can't be sitting up there worrying about how everything's going to come together. All you got to do is stand <laughs> on God's promises. When you stand Amen. on his promises, pastor, God's going to open up doors. He's going to make a way out of no way. He's going to show you things that people going to look at you like you crazy. But all of a sudden, then mm-hmm. all when, the, when, the, when some of these other churches are not filling up and your church is filling up, they're going to come to you asking, how did you do this?
1: Right. And my answer will be simply this: man, just trying to love people, man. Exactly. Just trying, just trying to love people, no matter what, because you know the Bible tells us that while we were yet sinners, right, Christ died for the ungodly. <laughs> <laughs> while we were yet sinners, <laughs> I think that's the point that we often miss. Right. Is that you know when we get we get beyond um, our sinful ways, and, exactly. and maybe we've. Maybe we've gone down the road a little bit, and we've come into the knowledge of Christ, and mm-hmm. we've grown past some things. But, but, but you can't, you can't act like you've never been there before. Right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you've never been there. And so, and so, uh, another thing that I really like to do, man, that I want to encourage the people in is to uh, before you judge someone, give them a chance, man. Exactly. Um, I, we're doing we're doing some things coming up, um, some some kind of things that might be a little bit. Uh, a little bit a little bit different um, I, I'm trying to sponsor a a um, communion um, at our church where we're gonna have bikers right to come we're gonna mm-hmm. open up we're gonna open up the church because uh, you know who who's to say and, and, and don't get me wrong this is this is just me mm-hmm. saying to our church I've never been on a motorcycle in my life mm-hmm. but God put this in my spirit because as a church We need to see people as people, not just people like us, Mm -hmm. you know, but we need to open up our arms to Mm -hmm. the people of God and accept the responsibility Mm -hmm. of showing them love in the hopes of leading them Mm -hmm. to Christ, in hopes of taking them to the cross, where where their sins can be, and I'm not saying every biker is a sinner, you'd be surprised and it's some bikers that's deacons. Mm-hmm. It's some bikers that grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. It's some bikers that show enough saved and sanctified. Right. You know? <laughs> they just like to ride motor. So it's so American. what what we do in our churches right. is we we condemn people by how they look, by how right. they dress, mm-hmm. by what they do you know, mm-hmm. by what by by Oh, and we stereotype folks right? rather than giving them an opportunity to come and to share and to show love and grace and just have some fellowship. You might be surprised at who will bless you or, or, or what they actually know, the way they grew up. Right. And maybe they just waiting for somebody mm-hmm. to invite them and just say, so my thing is, can we get more people? Um, we're doing that coming up. We're also doing, we had plans for something to do with, with, um, with uh, fraternal organizations, you know, right. uh, uh the Qs and the Kappa's and the, right. and the you know, you know, the Deltas and the and the and the K's and you know, all the all the just have just, just have a big Greek day. Anything right. that we can use to get people because what Jesus did, mm-hmm. Jesus as Jesus gathered people, he would just minister and and sometimes sometimes just the just the invitation, just that people know they're not being excluded, right. just so that people can see the church as a welcoming, loving place right. and not a condemning, you know, an angry, condemning mob. If they see us as what Christ really intended the church to be, mm-hmm. and please let me state clearly, okay. I'm not saying every mm-hmm. lifestyle is okay. Right. I'm not saying that. What mm-hmm. I am saying is, no one is beyond help, or or, or, or that can be changed. Who's willing to listen? Anyone, anyone who who anyone who's willing mm-hmm. to change, God can change your heart. Mm-hmm. God can change your situation and your life, and it's up to us to be agents of change and, and to be people that. Um, that, that that truly reach out to others in the spirit of love, right. the love of our Christ, Amen. the love that the love that Christ showed. Amen. So, that's where my heart is at, man. I I tell you, I'm excited about what God is doing, and I'm excited for
0: ministry, man. And it's just 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 thank God. I know we've uh, we've been on a little over thirty minutes, but I want to I want to um, share this with you before we get ready to to wind this one up. <clears throat> Uh, Me and my wife, we do a lot of prison ministry. Um, Mm -hmm. We'd be in the prisons three, four times a month. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, when this pandemic came on, we couldn't, we can't get into, get get into them right Right. now. But uh, doing prison ministry showed me some things about people. The main prison that we go into is a women's prison uh, in the town where we live at. It used to be a hospital and they transformed it to a women's prison for those that have uh, drug charges. And what I found that in, in there, there's all types of people, uh, people that when you look at some of them, you would look at them and say, man, these folks, this is just a mess. And some of them you look at, they tatted from the head to the toe. But I found God showed me in the midst of that situation. Don't look at the package; you look beyond the package. You have to look internally into the people as you minister to them, and you watch God uh, transform them, because that's what He do. He, he I, I've seen Him do do a metamorphosis in some of these these young ladies that's that's in these prisons. It's young, it's some old, some just barely. Uh, Eighteen years old, that is in there. Some is in the 60s in there, but but I've mm-hmm. seen God transform some of them, and uh, when they get out they still contacting us and telling us what church that they've gotten into. And I've seen, I I can honestly say I've seen more people get saved in the prison and then after they have gotten out, still stay connected, then it seems like I've seen inside the church that when folks get saved and they fall away and never come back. So it's one of these things we can't look at, at the external of the person. We got to look at First, we got to keep our eyes and our focus on Christ. When we keep our eyes and our focus on him and let him do the work, all we are is a mouthpiece. We are are that front man for him because he's not coming down to do the work. It's our assignment to do the work while we're here, while we still have time because that night coming when no man can work, there's going to come a day and a season when we can't do nothing. So what, what we got to do, is stop looking externally. Like you've already said, we got to stop looking at w- who they are, what their background is, uh, wh- whether they're on a motorcycle. Or what no, no matter what they're doing, we, our focus, our our assignment, our job, our work is to win souls for the kingdom. To 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 uh, to, to take people. From from the hands of the enemy and put them in, in the hands of God, and it's not us, but it's by the word that's being spoke. The Holy Spirit touched their heart and they change. And so, what we got mm-hmm. to do is just realize, Pastor, as as, as you doing the work, some, some folks mm-hmm. gonna like you and some ain't gonna like you. Some going to like what you're doing and some ain't going to like it. The, you, you just got to look at it this way. If they don't like what you're doing and you preaching the word and you trying to win souls and get folks life change. You just got to look at the, the devil. Get behind me. Just keep on stepping. No, you don't even have to say nothing. Just keep on. Help me, Jesus. And keep on going. Because you, you, you have an assignment. And pastor, with this assignment, I'm so proud of what you're doing you know uh when i was growing up i used to listen to beulah baptist on the radio growing up as a kid because as a kid a kid i didn't we didn't, we didn't go to church but mm-hmm. we would listen my mama listened every sunday on the radio we hear about beautiful when i when i when i seen that and i said i said the lord showed me that's the one you need to bring on so <laughs> it had nothing Thank to do you, with man. me i didn't pick this but he did Praise so god Save so god what well, i want I, you, like i said Go ahead, go ahead. All, all I wanna say is Pastor, stand tall. Don't be scared. Amen. Stand tall. Okay. When they okay, like I'm you with stand tall. <laughs> when they hate you, stand tall. Because see see when you stand tall, you know you got somebody that keeps pushing you on, and that's Jesus. Amen. Man, can i can i give a testimony real quick yes, um to share because i i let me
1: let me as we close i know we got it i know we passed time that's okay but can i please just encourage mm-hmm. every pastor yes um i don't care if it's male female i don't care what denomination you are non-denominational right. um um pentecostal apostolic right. mm-hmm. whatever you whatever you may be right um God puts you someplace mm-hmm. and God has his hand on you mm-hmm. um, you're gonna have some opposition but you encourage me to trust the Lord mm-hmm. and um, when I came to Beulah um, this is the honest to goodness truth man there were people my 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 over under was about eight months on the street mm-hmm. <laughs> that I would make it here at Beulah. that's because you know of some of the things that are going on but, god had this church so much in my heart Amen. and then god turned around god put i believe god has put me in their heart right. and um taking the opportunity that you have to first of all show love and compassion to people right here Amen. you know um to 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 express that love to them yes. and then teaching them and showing them how to express that love to other people mm-hmm. is so important man um Beulah has. I mean, there's been a metamorphosis in this house. I mean, there has been so many incredible people that have come back. I mean, I mean, we've been, we've had legendary church meetings. You know, <laughs> that went left. You know, or right. something. And and I can honestly say, in four years, we've had zero of that. God has just done some things, in our hearts. In the hearts of of, of, of his people, mm-hmm. and 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 they—I mean, what God is doing in this place is just tremendous. So, I want to commend to every member Amen. of Beulah. The deacons have been incredible yes. to me. Uh, the trustees um, have been diligent. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have had be the ushers, the greeters, yes. just choir man, just mm-hmm. the people of God mm-hmm. have truly supported me in this ministry, in mm-hmm. this work. And I want to love them and let them know if they ever hear this podcast how much their pastor appreciates them.
0: Amen. 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 That is so awesome, Pastor. Uh, Just continue on the the right track. Don't hesitate. Amen. Don't be scared. Uh, The enemy gonna try and get you scared of some stuff, but just keep on staying tall. And uh, praise the Lord, man. Watch God move. That's all I can say. I appreciate the encouragement. He already has, and and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful. But Pastor, we're going to get ready to wind this one up. And we're going to hope we can get you back again uh, here soon uh, to do another podcast. And uh, I'm going to close us in prayer, if it's all right with you. yes sir please dr smith the master in the name of jesus the lord we ask you tonight to to bless each and every one that uh hears this podcast the lord whether they're in the united states whether they're in uh, south korea whether they're in the netherlands whether they're in uh spain wherever they may be oh god oh god we ask you to touch those uh, all around the world oh god we know that we have this pandemic going on but god you are uh... god and 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 no one has more power than you lord we know that if, if if we align ourselves with you that this thing can get worked out and we can uh... move forward but lord we do understand that our lives will never be the same that 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 things will never be the same because change has to come god oh god we ask you, oh lord to to bless the pastor uh, of Beulah Baptist Church, uh, uh, James Williams, and we ask you to to bless all the the, the body of Christ there, oh God, touch, strengthen, and, and guide them, God, that they might be all that you desire them to be, God, that they might go where you desire them to go, that they might align themselves with the vision, God, that they might be able to move forth and lives be changed Alive, saved, sanctified And filled with the Holy Ghost, God Oh God, we're just asking you tonight To give us the strength, oh God To continue to stay on the wall And not to be afraid, not to to worry about when people say negative things about us, oh God, as long as we're standing on your word and trusting you, oh God. Oh, Lord, we know that we can make it, oh God. We can get through any situation. There's no nothing too great or too too strong to to stop us, oh God, as long as we align yes. ourselves with you, God. Oh God, we ask you, yes, oh Lord, you. To, to touch all those in, in Muskegon Heights and in Muskegon, Michigan, dear Lord. We ask you to strengthen them, God. Help them to, 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 to stay on the wall, God. Help them to recognize that this this pandemic can't can't do nothing if they stay on the wall, God. Help them to to realize that uh, uh, as they stay on the wall and as they follow the instructions that we need to do. Because sometimes, Lord, uh, things happen in our lives because we don't want to follow instructions, God, because we don't want to do what is required of us to, to to align ourselves not only with you, but to, do, to align ourselves with those that are in power, God. Oh, God, we're asking you today in the name of Jesus to bless right now. Help us to, to live holy, to stand on your word, to trust you and abide in your will. For we ask it in your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bless Amen. You, Praise the Lord. Dr. Smith, thank you
1: again, sir, for the opportunity. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you for everyone for tuning in, man. And hopefully
0: I can't wait to get back with you. Amen. I look forward to it. All right. You got, God bless you and you have a, a wonderful, bless wonderful, you, wonderful